Welcome to Anything But Routine. Today, before we get to the podcast, we want to announce our new site, digitaldanceinstruction.com. This site has videos from experts from all across the dance industry. It features former New York City ballet dancer Deanna McBurdie and tons more. Go find out at digitaldanceinstruction.com. That again is digitaldanceinstruction.com and start your free seven-day trial. Today on the podcast, we have Kristen Patterson. I'm going to let Cindy introduce Kristen. It is my pleasure to introduce Kristen Patterson, KP Terry. Kristen brings a wealth of creative talent and production experience to live events. Over her 25-year career, she has produced live events for clients including Mercedes-Benz of North America, Lowe's Home Improvement, Disney, NFL Network, Nike, MTV, Calvin Klein, Boys and Girls Clubs of America, and many others. A highlight has been a triennial five-day event for the Lutheran Church of America for 36,000 high school youth. She has played a key role of Super Bowl halftime and pregame shows, Olympic opening and closing ceremonies, award shows, inaugural galas, political conventions, festivals, tours, and feature films. Kristen has been part of once-in-a-lifetime events, doing everything from creative director to staging director, producer to choreographer. She specializes in working with and orchestrating casts and logistics from 10 people to 8,000 people. She was assistant show director for the Emmy Award-winning 2002 Salt Lake City Olympic Games opening and closing ceremonies and creatively contributed to the 96 Atlantic Olympic opening and closing ceremonies, 22 Super Bowl halftimes and pregame shows. Her special skills include creating large-scale visual images using people and a wide variety of props. She takes pride in taking ordinary people and making them a part of something extraordinary. She is an Emmy-nominated producer for her work on the CNN Heroes, and she has been an integral part of televised events, including the Academy Awards, the Emmy Awards, Billboard Music Awards, and the Grammy Awards, Little Mermaid Live, Stand Up to Cancer, NHL Winter Classic Stadium Series, 2002 Major League Baseball's All-Star Game and World Series, the MTV Video Music Awards, the Presidential Inaugural Galas, and the International Special Olympics opening ceremonies along among others. She's also been part of several motion pictures, including Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, High School Musical 3, Jonas Brothers, The 3D Concert Experience, Hannah Montana, and Miley Cyrus. Best of both concert movie in 3D and Billy Ling's Long Halftime Walk. bit about um did do you feel dance team being on the YZ Trojets helped you in any way to shape your personality or for your career or, or oh absolutely I mean I think what you learn from a dance team in particular is you have to be disciplined that hard work pays off um, it, I mean, dancing is a lot different now than it was back when I was doing it, but the baseline is the same. You know, you, 
You can learn from your mistakes. We grow from making mistakes. You know, you have to be prepared. I mean, these are all things that take you uh, into the life skills that you need to be successful in your career. Yeah, and the, I think as a high school kid, balancing all that as a, and time management is huge. You know, that's oh, yeah. Thing. yeah, that I feel kids learn, okay, if I'm going to get this done, I've got to be organized. And, and that probably helped you too. So I know you went to um, college. You went to St. Cloud State. I remember you started that dance team there, didn't you? I did. I, was, I, was, I didn't start it, but I was on in the infancy. I think it had been okay. around four years. And then... I was the captain up there and the choreographer of St. Cloud State back in the day. I hear a lot of kids wanting to major in dance rather than maybe something different. And what are your thoughts on that? I think dance and performance is all uh, fantastic. I think in college, though, um, and after college, if you want to pursue any type of dance career, or um, in the arts in general, it's really about the network and connections that you make outside of college. So I feel like uh, college could also be used uh, as a base for learning other skills that could help you manage your career in dance. I, I managed in mass communications, which made me a much better writer. And I feel like I use the skills that I learned in that major in my career in entertainment every day. Like every just day. Being, yeah. It, being a writer like uh, opens the door for everything because it allows you to communicate. Um, so um, I wouldn't trade my uh, college experience for anything. I was still able to dance in college with being on the dance team, but I was also able to take classes and learn things that have been a, the base of my uh, being able to manage my career from here. So I, I think, you know, if college is in your, it, college is right for some people, not right, right for some people, but um, just being able to network and get out there and talk to people is really keeps people. Yeah. 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 Okay. So uh, we're pretty starstruck at how many famous people you have met. When I sit here and think that, you know, you've met um, Prince, Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney, Donald Trump, um, you know, like, Beyonce, Madonna, Cher. I mean, I can think of a, and there's oh, Justin Bieber, you know. Yeah, are there any stories that you can share? Are you allowed to share any or things that might be fun or interesting? Well, it seems like there's always a good story to share, but I don't know if this is the place to share them. Um, I think when you work with celebrities in general, there's just like, you know, they're just doing their job. They want to do a great job. And so like when I'm interacting with them, we're really talking, you know, business and how things are going to go or what, you know, what their thoughts are. We're, just, we're talking business. So there's not, not really any great juicy anything going on, but I will say, you know, everybody's just, they're human. Everybody wants to do a great job. And so um, uh, I would say, here's an example. So this past Super Bowl, we had uh, JLo and Shakira and um, being on conference calls with them and talking through the creative process was so enlightening for me because they are, come from completely different ways of approaching the performance. So Shakira, yeah, Shakira's brilliant. Her musicality and the way she sees and experiences things is awesome. And then JLo's very, you know, she likes to be planned out and she's very rehearsed. And so um, watching and being a part of how their um, processes work was 
amazing. I mean, Shakira, Shakira's loose and more flowing and takes her energy from her fans and that's awesome and it works, works great for her and JLo's more calculated and rehearsed and it's awesome and it shows and that works for her. And so um, watching the two of them come together was like brilliant how, you know, it works. It works completely different, but both equally as effective. That is just interesting. It's really uh, interesting. Um, can you tell your little story about Lucy? Because I remember um, your daughter Lucy, when she was in grade school, you had told me one time that you had written a note, oh, two different things that she, the teacher called and said, Lucy's lying to everyone. She tell, she's telling kids she knows Justin Bieber. And you're like, well, she does, right? Didn't that happen? She was. She was like, um, I think you need to talk to Lucy about this. She said she like met Justin Bieber. And I'm like, okay, well, she kind of did. So, I mean, it was just, it was so uh, funny. One of my favorite jobs, I think, looking back was um, having the opportunity to kind of set and mount these tours, they call it. So, I got a random call to come and help this new artist named Justin Bieber. He was uh, starting to uh, rehearse for his new tour and could I come down and help out? So I was like, oh, I guess so, you know, I just had had a baby, I don't know. So I went down and I um, helped him learn transitions and wardrobe changes and all this kind of stuff. I think he was 15 or 16 at the time. So I was fortunate and worked on those first two tours and on the Never Say Never movie with him. But Lucy came with me to the Believe tour and we were backstage before the tour. We were having some food and Justin was eating you know there too and um Lucy she did I mean she did meet him and everything was great and good but it, but I, she was way more into the fact that Cody Simpson was in the room and <laughs> opening for just <laughs> yeah I mean it's just kind of easy yeah. and I think she didn't even realize at the time like there was just you know just something that was we did that day I don't know it was so weird <laughs> oh that is so cool because it is kind of like once you're a mom and a full-time worker there's really no balance. It's just the illusion of control, really. <laughs> right, I know. And and I I was on a panel recently, and they asked that question. Like it was it was like four different CEO type people, and they were like, "So how do you all balance?" And I got asked first, you know. And I just I was like, "Okay, I'm just going to be really transparent. I don't have balance. I you know I think when you're in this position, it, it would be lying if you said you did. And I try hard. I prioritize. I learn what to give up." you know but I don't have this perfect balance you know there's times where you're going crazy and I'm sure it's the same for you, you yeah I mean this is the weirdest thing this uh quarantine COVID thing because literally I'm so used to be going going constantly from the time I wake up and on my phone and answering emails and trying to like hustle and do this and do that and drop off kids and pick up kids and help with homework and then go back to working like there's just like the the constant uh, stimulation is yeah. gone like to nothing, right? There's like no one in my industry working right now. There's no gathering of mass people. We don't know when it's coming back. It's probably not coming back for a year. It's like the er, the stop is like yeah. amazing, but really hard to wrap your head around. Like as a, like I'm a doer, like I have to be doing things and I like to have to have schedule and figure out how to fit everything in and to just now be like, well, I don't have anything that I need to schedule. You, you just made a profound um, difference for me. When you were talking about Kenny Ortega and how he told you to be here now, I love that. 
that maybe you could talk about that, that you're always on to the next thing. Cause that helped me. That's probably why I remembered it. I know. And I, um, it's weird cause that happened in 1996. So I guess, let me go back and I'll try and tell the story. So, um, okay. Um, I, I think back to some of the incredible mentors that I've had throughout the years. I mean, you're one of my mentors, by the way, I learned so much from you from doing bowl games and, and camps with you to watch how efficiently you move people and how you're always thinking ahead. Like those are notes that I've taken with me through my career. And when I, we have to go feed 1500 people in 30 minutes, I always think of you because I think bowl games and actually the early bowl games when you started, I don't know if you know this, you had, caterers that would show up at venues and you'd bring them in and I remember specifically one of them I don't remember which state we were in if it was um it was before the Outback Bowls or Freedom Bowl or something oh, they, oh, were, yeah. they were moving so slow you're like no and you went in and you rearranged the tables and you rearranged the food and you added like more lines and it was double-sided and you fed people like that but you took it upon yourself you knew and you were smart enough and knew how it had to work efficiently and you made it happen. And I think about that every time they're like, Oh no, you have 15 minutes and you have 2000 people to feed. I'm like, well, what would Cindy do? And so <laughs> That's great. And I think about how to do it. I'm like, wait a minute hot food and chafing dishes and 20 minutes, uh, that's not going to happen, right? So, I mean, it's like all these little nuggets I picked up from you as a mentor over the years as well, just watching how brilliant you are at sorting that out and thinking ahead. Okay. So I think, um, I think about, um, you know, wise words and things that I can take from uh, different experiences. And I remember 1996, it was um, Kenny Ortega. Uh, it was the Summer Olympic Games were in Atlanta. And he had said something to the cast. He was a little bit frustrated because they were distracted and all that stuff. And he said, look, you're never going to be here again. Look around. You need to be present and be in this moment. And he told everybody, be here now. And it's like words that have kind of resonated with me when I'm you know, doing an event and I'm, you know, we're, we're about to go live or I look around and there's 80,000 people or, and I, I look and I just have to stop and pause and really like be present in the moment and go, look where I am, look what's going on, look at, look at what is happening and how many people are being affected and are a part of this moment and really appreciate that for what it is. So be here now has just stuck with me throughout the years and I really try to incorporate it into my daily life too, just to be present. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much, KP. I really enjoyed talking to you today and we got to get together one of these days. Oh my gosh, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We want to wish you guys a happy holidays from all of us at Just for Kicks.